0: Welcome to another of Bush and Ritchie's Daily Takeaways. If this truly were a takeaway arriving at your door, maybe uh, in the back of a a, a moped or something or other, there are certain parts of the show we're quite tired uh, today. Uh, There are, after our board game bonanza, you might send back the delivery driver and say, this is cold.
1: The six o'clock hour, the final hour of the show, is like... You know you get a can that's obviously been dropped and it's bent right out of shape? <laughs>
0: yeah. It's going to go off in your face if you open yeah, it. This wasn't my order.
1: Covered in Sprite. <laughs> that's all still to come. By the way, during the course of this, keep an ear out uh, for... Uh, we, we had our board game Bonanza, which we're going to talk about in the mm. show you're about to hear, uh, thanks to Day, UK. It was great fun, uh, lots of booze flying around. Uh, Unbeknown to Richie and I, they did a bit of a survey on our characters. Yeah. Which is unbelievable, asking the public about us. And you're going to hear that in the middle of this podcast. So keep an ear out. This is the
2: Daily Takeaway. The Daily Takeaway.
1: Great night last night at our uh, board game
0: Bonanza, thanks to uh, Day UK. All uh, all our guests uh, who came along could not believe, I could not believe what they got to go away with. They got to go away with all the board games that were on their table. So we we're playing the likes of Ticket to Ride Europe and Catan and Dobble and Dixit, uh, but that was just some, that's probably about half of what they took away.
1: The, the box for Ticket to Ride Europe is pretty big. It's huge. All these people getting tubes, p- the people coming over from Brighton, loads of different places. That's well. it,
0: yeah. I mean, they, uh, the tube alone whether they then have to go onto
1: another long distance train they've got eight board games that must be weird right that must be weird getting on a train with tickets to ride about trains in your bag yes like a game version of what you're actually doing at that given moment it's like board game inception it is a game within a game within a game within a game be
0: tempted to open it up on one of those table seats a little uh, cubicle of four on a train
1: Oh, that'd be good. That go down a treat.
0: But yeah, that was quite a freebie for them. Did make us wonder about the greatest freebies uh, that you have ever managed to score yourself. Uh, some Krispy Kreme donuts, says Mark. I mean, that's that's pretty uh-huh. basic level because you could just go and buy that, you know, in a supermarket. But having said that, they are the
1: kings of donuts. We had um, we had a rug. We got a free rug. You got a free rug. So we ordered a rug, right? We spent ages looking for a rug. Ordered a rug. And it just never arrived. So we were like, I'm really sorry about that. And they were apologising. It's got lost and all that kind of stuff. Uh, it was during lockdown when loads of things were going missing in, in the post and everything. And then it finally arrived, and by that point, they kind of processed the refund, and the woman just said, I'll just keep it. Wow. So every time I walk into our lounge, I always think, oh, that free rug feels brilliant, <laughs> on my <me> bare feet.
0: <laughs> OK, well, look, we're starting you off with Krispy Kreme donuts and a free rug. What is the greatest freebie that you have received? They did well last night, but what's it been for you? Mason has tweeted, says, I received a pot of chilli, chocolate and garlic ice cream... Mm -hmm. At a garlic farm on the Isle of Wight. This is because the staff thought I looked sorry for myself in my wheelchair. Trust me, it tasted better than it sounds.
1: I was going to say, I'm just trying to work through that combination and think is that something I would want to go for? Chilli and chocolate works. Yeah. Okay. It's when the garlic
0: comes in. Uh, Adrian's texted, 8 12 15, best one was an all... Get this. An all-expenses-paid trip to the World Cup in Marseille, 1998. Mm. I got to
1: see England versus Tunisia. Oh, my God, that'd be amazing. And superb. Also, uh, France 98. Was that France 98 was the, the best ever console edition of fifa it was a good one fifa 98 the best fifa of all time best soundtrack too. uh this one here freebie says paul in belfast uh we once ordered a big posh glass dining table with chrome legs we've got two glass tops and no legs so i emailed them and complained they sent me two sets of legs a free 800 pound table what about that what an amazing story <laughs> uh, Jolie, you your uh, your best freebie what was it
2: um so about 20 years ago i was learning to play the piano And my mum ordered a £13 keyboard stand
1: from Argos. Is that a cheap one or a really heavy one? Oh, Oh my goodness. He's on form today. (laughs) I just need to clarify.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So instead, they gave us a really similar-shaped box with a one-digit different number, and it had a £150 Yamaha guitar in it. Whoa! Mum kept the guitar and went back and paid another thirteen pounds for another keyboard stand the next day.
1: Wow, There's there's a big thing because my friend, my friend Kester, uh, got delivered two tellies accidentally when he bought a telly back in the day. And we were like, wow! They, so he just kept both of them. Yeah. And this is big kind of uh, you know sliding doors moment in terms of morality. Do you phone up and say, look, you've accidentally delivered this, or do you keep it for yourself? I think overall, you should just keep it for yourself, right? Is that not that's the right thing to do? Don't you think?
2: Absolutely. The onus is on them to prove that that they delivered you the wrong thing.
1: Well, no remorse whatsoever
0: I think this no. is the uh, the urban law of finders keepers we're talking of here isn't it it is
2: absolutely absolutely finders keepers losers weepers right
1: that is the entire the, phrase the full statute book <laughs> and have you still got the guitar now is it still in your house in your family I think
2: uh, my mum still probably has it yeah
1: and what about, that heavy, about time time
2: <laughs> that, that heavy keyboard stand that heavy keyboard stand that got sold a long time ago along with the keyboard brilliant <laughs> I wasn't very good thanks Jolie.
0: great story thank you Uh, Steve's in Runcorn says my late nan gave me see what I like about this we're getting all sorts of different levels of freebies yeah (laughs) my late nan gave me some black pudding from a company called McSween in Scotland it was so nice I emailed them to compliment them on it upon doing so they sent me a fair sized hamper full of flavoured
1: puddings and haggis free it was ace that's brilliant and that must be amazing, black pudding. To you, to run to a typewriter, like <laughs> Jessica Fletcher. <laughs> yeah, I must Stop, tell them. I about must this. tell them about this. Uh, Gavin says, "Freebie had an all-expenses-paid three-day Mediterranean cruise because my partner hit her targets at work, and I was invited to go along too. All-inclusive, bar open all day. Nine months later, our second child, a daughter called Summer, was born." It's no ham for a black pudding, though, is well, it? No, it's not. <laughs> Freebies last night for all our guests who came to the
0: board game bonanza. They went away with a mountain of board games. What was the best freebie you had? Stephanie's texted to say a 19-hand shire horse. Oh, wow. Yeah. Best freebie I ever got. Had him from when he was five until he was 23. My dream
1: horse called Rebel. Is that a big horse? People who own horses, 19 hands? Is that a good size horse? Don't
0: you measure like hands it's just like going like one two three four and you're like your hands sideways in, hands sideways hands going up so
1: i feel like that's a big horse a lot of questions question one uh 19 hands big help big horse mm. do you do hands sideways or upright get in touch now 8 12 15. this person says we had a cat called buster who uh, loved pinching my husband's chamomile tea bags and eating them uh, we took a picture and sent it to Twinings, who sent Buster a tea hamper for him to try. <laughs> it gets better and better. Uh, I'm sure the horse people are going to be starting
0: to call, so let's uh, let's chat to Emma quickly. Uh, what was your uh, freebie, Emma?
2: I got free Robbie Williams knickers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow, wasn't expecting that. Uh, no? Uh,
2: yeah, and free Robbie Williams tickets and fleece and bag. It was. I was working for a company whose supplier sponsored his first tour when he left Take Back. Uh-huh. So we all went along with our tiger pants on.
1: Brilliant. And so, Do you still wear them to this day? Uh, or you frame them? Or what do you do with them?
2: I, I couldn't tell you. They've probably been, been by now.
0: Oh, OK. Oh, so... OK, well, that's taken a turn. Uh, to clarify, were they Robbie's pants once upon a time? Or were they branded Robbie pants?
2: They were branded Robbie Williams pants. You know, the tiger on the front from um, a rock DJ video. Yeah. Those pants. And then it had RW on the bum.
3: <laughs> Fantastic.
1: I thought you might have kept them and they'll be in a frame, but no, you just bend them off. No, no, no,
2: no, no, no. If they were Robbie
0: Williams's pants, yes, I'd have kept them, but they were Robbie Williams' pants. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> Me neither. It's a great story. Thank you, Emma. No worries. Uh, Stephanie says Rebel was a massive horse. He was the type they use at breweries to pour the big drays with all the beer in. Oh, yeah. A hand is 10 centimetres, so if he's 19 hands, he's 190 centimetres up to the bottom of his neck.
1: But she doesn't answer whether it's sideways hands or upright hands.
0: No, she doesn't, sorry, we do need more intel on that.
1: It goes on, Andy's texting to say, talking about hands, uh, do you know that on your left thumb crease you have your soulmate's initial on it? Oh, that's... That's interesting, isn't it?
0: I'm only seeing a letter E. That's uh, bad news. What about AB? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: this is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. i tell you what I don't trust. Those taps that do boiling water, that, like you'd get out of a kettle, but they also do sparkling water as well. Have you seen those? What's with that? I have that? seen those. That's like witchcraft, isn't it? How's that even work? It certainly is to go from hot to busy. That's madness, though, isn't it? Mm. Would you trust a, like, really hot tap that you would get... Would you have a cup of tea out of a tap that does... Like, boiling water out. This is madness. It's a strange one for me, because I'm a bit suspicious of kettles.
0: If I go to a kettle and it's got water in it already, yep. I will empty that back out and put fresh water in. I don't trust a kettle that's got water in it already. So, for me, I think I'd be with you on the boiling water tap
1: kind of weird I think we've got like a, a water weirdness thing even here in this studio because uh, our producer Nick yesterday got us some water from the upstairs uh, tap Nick's the kind of guy that would get you uh, if you've got a glass of water you'd get it from you know people who are fine with having water out of <laughs> the tap in the bathroom yeah it just doesn't work like that, Nick.
0: You need context on this because Bush and I are two of the most easygoing people to work with. Very easygoing. Uh, but yet, this jug of water we sent back straight away. Luke no warm. way.
1: Suspiciously lukewarm. So, yeah, there's something about it. So, obviously the hot water thing, that's kind of strange. Surely you, you must also come down to the kitchen in your pants and want a glass of water and then accidentally boil your teeth off because you just poured boiling water on it. Second thing, where's where's the flipping sparkling water coming from? Where's that? You're in your kitchen. Where's the sparkling water coming from? Yes, good point. A hole in the floor? Yeah. So there's a lot about that, and there's there's many things in life that are are, are a bit sus. So what we thought we'd do is open the floor here. uh, This not literally sparkling water down there. Uh, This hour of home time, tell us what you don't trust. But you have to start your phrase, your little sentence with "I tell you what I don't trust."
0: I'll just remind you: tell you what I don't trust—people that don't wear a belt.
1: Sure, I put a belt on today, but I don't normally wear a belt with these trousers and you've picked me up <laughs> on it before. I've influenced you, there you go. I feel like you've been, like, done national service <laughs> at some point. Uh, Eddie says, I tell you what, I don't trust, robot hoovers. He says, that's how Terminator started. good point. Uh, Beth says, I don't trust cheesecake. It's neither cheese nor cake. Going to have to disagree with her on that one. Well, you trust the cheesecake, you're fine with it? I'd marry cheesecake. OK. There's a lot to unpack there. We don't have time on the show this evening.
0: Uh, Carla says, I tell you what I don't trust, photo hanging strips. Absolutely with oh, yeah. you on that one. When you put those up, even if you've weighed the thing that you're putting up and it says, you know, press against the wall for a minute, I will always do too. you
1: You've got a feeling it's going to fall down in the night. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, Andrew says, uh, "I I the lemur-type animals. He doesn't trust them, the, the ones with really long middle fingers you seen them? They tap on, uh, like, tree barks to try and find, like, grubs and stuff. So he's basically saying he doesn't like lemurs. I, th- but specifically the lemurs with really long middle fingers. I
0: don't understand what he's got.
1: Those lemurs must be constantly getting cross signals with people. If you've got a really long middle finger, people <laughs> are, like, starting on them all the time. No, no, sorry, excuse these, I'm just looking for bugs.
0: I think this gentleman has seen too many Madagascar <laughs> films and <laughs> just think they're not to be
1: trusted. Uh, well, someone else got another animal problem here. Beverly says, puffins, I'm not convinced they're real. <laughs> That's a good point. Inky says, people driving their cars wearing baseball caps. I don't trust them. <laughs> Share it with the group. Uh, start the sentence with, I'll tell you what I don't trust and just get it off your chest. <laughs> I'll oh. tell you what
0: I don't trust. Mascots, says Emmy. You never know who's in the suit.
1: Creep me out. That's a good point. There is something... Co- i tell you what I find really creepy about <laughs> them as well. They, the, way the way sometimes people in big outfits like that have to hold their cheeks <laughs> to get their heads set. <laughs> yeah. Something about it. Uh, Zana in Cambridge says, you know what I don't trust? Beavers how are they smart enough to look at a tree and figure out how it fell and damn a river? It's 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 a good point. When you really get down to brass tacks about what beavers are up to, Uh, and then uh, this one here, this is weird. It says, never trust a fella who is shorter than your tallest ever girlfriend. Work that one out. Uh, We've got Russ on the line who wants to share something. Tell us what you don't trust.
4: I tell you what I don't trust, egg timers. (laughs) (laughs) Because seriously, how do they know what egg you've got? Have you got a chicken egg, a duck egg, a goose egg, an emu egg? That's a good point. They know that when it's cooked.
1: So, have you been burned by egg timers before? It sounds like it's quite like previous pain here.
4: It's something I avoid. I eat duck eggs, my wife eats chicken eggs, so I can't trust an egg timer, because how do I know when mine's going to be done or hers
1: is overdone? done? <laughs> <laughs> Which then will just ultimately lead in divorce. It's <laughs> just a knock-on avoided. effect, isn't it?
0: Ross, we, lo- we laughed really at it. you initially, but I think you've hit on something <laughs> here. I think we could see you on Dragon's Den in two years' time. There's a product in this, the Adaptable Egg
1: Timer. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I-, I might try and push for that. Good man, that's brilliant. Good to speak to you, fella. <laughs> And you, take care, guys. Uh, Colin says, gas bottles. Can't see in them. Take back a really heavy, empty one. Pay 50 quid for a really heavy, full one with a mystery amount of gas in it. No thanks. Yes,
0: that's a very good point. It's
1: outrageous being taken for a ride. Some great stuff coming in. Mark from Cardiff says, Never trust a grown up man with a Velcro wallet. (laughs) <laughs> Stephen Talkie says, i tell you what I don't trust, potato mashes. They're always stopping the kitchen drawer opening. What are they hiding? And then Rich from Sussex says, I tell you what I don't trust, cows. Hashtag shifty. Do you know what they are, Shifty?
0: The way they lurk, they kind of they, they kind of loom. They look over, they make that low mooing noise. They move very slowly, your cow.
1: You always get that feeling that they were chatting until you end up on that country <laughs> lane and they pretend to just be eating grass again. Probably yeah. get back to it when you've gone. Move mob handed. Uh Megan, what is it you don't trust?
4: I'll tell you what, I don't trust people that drive with their back window wipers on constant
1: yes <gasps> Megan now I I'm I have a bit of a penchant for putting my back window wiper on it's not a euphemism yeah. right? I just put it on quite a bit sometimes because <laughs> I like it having the back window clean what's the problem with that when are you supposed to use it
4: Just you just need to clear it every so often it doesn't need to it, it's even worse when it stops raining and they don't realize they you've got it on
0: That's the problem, Megan, that's the problem. If it's raining, we ain't got a problem with that, have it on then. Right. But if it's dry, have it off, Okay. And Uh if it's on, Megan, this is a road safety thing. If it's on and it's just going for it, it
1: shows that that driver is not looking at their rear-view mirror. Exactly. Forget rear-view mirrors, you lot need to get your nose out of my (laughs) rear-window hygiene (laughs) and let me get on with my life.
0: (laughs) Megan, it's people like him that we hate. (laughs)
1: Yes. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway.
0: Last night, our board game bonanza. Uh, ben Burrell, you might hear him on Absolute Radio, Absolute Radio 90s, or looking after the Dave Berry Breakfast Show once uh, Dave is off, thinking, suave, gentlemen. Mm. Well, all right, last night, playing the... I, I tell you what, I would have fancied taking him on at uh, Ticket to Ride or Double or any of the games last night. I
1: fancied marching him to a cash point. <laughs>
0: <laughs> have a listen to the other side of Ben Burrell.
3: Yo yo yo! Oh yeah, I'll take one. Thank you. I'm just taking a beef pine. Sorry. <coughs> one second. Let me balance that on my phone. Okay, now we're good to go. I've got wait. I've got something in my eye. I've got something in my eye. It's all right. Okay. Now I will. I will need at least one drink before we continue, Miss. State this Stay with Listen okay. to me. Okay. Now him. we're good to go. If you could keep the noise down a bit, Claire. Some some of us are professionals. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, one second. Um, I have I have been sick. I don't know where. I keep crying.
1: Wow! <laughs> the, the vaudeville kind of keyboard in the background adds to the kind of decadence of it all. The thing is, because he's such a big kind of lanky guy, he's like a, he's like a drunk cartoon uh, octopus. Yes, with drinks in four different hands. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> How he got himself back to Brighton from Soho last night?
0: No idea. This
1: is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway.
0: Wednesday night is our midweek games night and it returns. Week two oh. of the Winter Olympics and it still feels fine. The Winter Olympics is still on, very active right now.
1: That will pass soon as uh, the competition won't be resolved and the Winter Olympics <laughs> will be well and truly finished <laughs> like what happened last time. <laughs> but I tell you what though, there has been an interesting development. Obviously I, I'm a, a sceptic of this competition yes. uh, but over the weekends the social media team at Absolute Radio have noticed uh, a a listener called Kate has been going on TikTok and sharing her thoughts with her followers about trying to come up with a system to work out what the actual Olympic sounds are. That, my friend, is what we call engagement. It's going viral, isn't it? it? I can't argue with that. (laughs) I can't argue with the engagement. But it's an amazing thing. So uh, we've managed to get hold of her Uh, She's going to be sharing her thoughts. If you, like a lot of the the home time listeners, have been getting annoyed with, what are those sounds? How do I try and work it out? She might be able to give you a steer.
0: Well, play them right now. These are the three Olympic sounds. (laughs) Are you all right Kate? I'm good, thank you. Kate, uh, awesome. you have really really got into the Winter Olympic sound way more than anybody else. Uh, explain to people what you've been doing.
4: I've not got into it. I just need it to be over and done with. Um, well done. Well oh, done you. Oh, oh, <laughs> is, didn't realize we that that a just kicking the guts. <laughs> Kindred
1: spirits there, Kate.
4: Well, I think I think the country's been through enough. Um, if I'm honest. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go through
1: what happened last time. She's turned state's witness. I thought we were having her on to back you up, but she's come <laughs> over to my team. Absolutely
0: <laughs> astonishing. I'm now sat here thinking, am I part of some kind of fit-up? Is this like some uh, candid
1: camera operation? DLT. <laughs> <laughs> but- <laughs>
4: This is this is just humanitarian
1: work. Oh, good on you. Well, let's have it if people aren't aware, this is what you've been. This is a little clip now. We'll, we'll, we'll play what you've been doing on TikTok. This is your musings as to how to work out the Winter <laughs> Olympic sounds.
4: I'm taking a wordle <laughs> approach to trying to figure out what they are. Thinking so far, this is my rationale. Curling is definitely one of them because everyone who's phones up and says curling has got at least one point correct, unless it's not curling. That's a red herring. Do you know what I'm saying? This is like diffusing a bomb level intricate. So it can't... It can't... It can't be snowboard nor luge. Unless luge is luge different to bobsleigh. Luge must be different to bobsleigh. So, so far it's Kale and luge. Is that even how you say luge? Help.
0: Right, okay. <laughs> I mean' some impressive thinking and dedication there, Kate. We're going to give you the chance to have the first play of tonight's Winter Olympic sound. So, put your guess forward. The three sports, what are they?
4: Wow, well, I think curling, luge. But then th- this is this is a science, not a philosophy. So, there's still a one in seven chance on the others. Um, just because it's fancy, I'll say figure skating. <laughs>
1: Love it, uh, and and if just before Richie tells you how you've got on, do you have any charts in the house that you've written your guesses for this competition on, or like a, a spreadsheet, a worksheet?
4: Oh yeah, there's multiple pages. I even um, I've got now a list of what all the Olympic sports are and which have been played. Wow. Um, that's, that's
1: how bad things have got. Can I just say, I remember playing Cluedo with my family once, right? And me and my brother worked out a system where if we wrote down what cards other people were using for their guesses, you could work out what cards they had. It's very good. But it, but it was deemed to be not in the Wait. spirit of Cluedo. Is what Kate's doing in the spirit of the Winter <laughs> Olympic Sound retreat?
0: It's not in the spirit of it, uh, but I admire the dedication to it. Uh, this this big sheet that you speak of, is it on a drawing board? No, no, it's
4: like a bit, just
0: a bit of paper. Oh, it's a shame, because if it was, you can go back to it, oh.
1: because... You've only
0: got one out of three.
1: (laughs) Oh, no. in your face, Kate, there's no other way of putting it. <laughs>
4: hey, hey, listen, this is a fledgling system and this is a, this is a person who nearly lost a form opening the board game, so I'm not taking
0: that. <laughs> if I sound like I'm being small-minded and uh, overreacting,
1: absolutely. It is USP. <laughs> Welcome to home time. Kate, unlucky, uh, if you want to play, get in touch now. You can call us 0330 123 What are the sounds? Will
0: anyone get it? Let's uh, find out who our contestant is tonight. Who's this? I, Dominic. Dominic, welcome to the Winter Olympic Sound. yeah, all right? You feeling lucky tonight, Dominic? Not really,
1: but we'll have a go. <laughs> oh, brilliant. That's a, that's a high-energy way of approaching
0: <laughs> this competition. <laughs> uh, Dominic, let's have your three guesses. What are the sports? Is it
4: Curling?
2: Obviously, and the one where
0: we do shooting on the skis. But <laughs> 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 that's the technical name for it. Uh, the technical name for it is the biathlon. Um, and uh, Dominic, I'm here to tell you that you got two out of three. Oh. Yeah. Oh.
1: <laughs> hey, hey, surprised? Just as a side note, some of the some of the sports in the, the Winter Olympics are absolutely ridiculous, <laughs> aren't
0: they? <laughs> yeah, they
1: are. making it up to go along. <laughs> Biathlon's
0: one of them. It's not a sport. Yeah, totally. Who skis and then shoots and then skis again? No one, apart from James Bond. <laughs> uh, cheers, Dominic. Good luck. Thank you.
1: This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. I never thought I'd be saying this uh, on the radio, but... I do feel like uh, the end might be nigh for the landline. <laughs> I, I fear for the landline. I think you make a very good point. Do you know what? We, I mean, we've not had a landline now in our house for about four or five years. Weirdly, we have one in, like there's a line in, mm-hmm. but we don't use it. It's not been plugged in in four or five years. And uh, I just wonder, people listening right now, wonder what the kind of split is between landline users and people who don't have them, because... At this rate, with it, with the fall, I'd say probably maybe 20% of the United Kingdom have actually got a landline knocking around in the house. Uh, if you look at that on a graph... It'll be extinct within five years, I think.
0: I would quite happily uh, cast my vote in this poll uh, in the latest deal that I've taken out with our telephony company. Uh-huh. Opted to not have a landline. It's all gone digital. So we've got the broadband through them. Wow. No broad, n- No landline whatsoever. Well, this is it. it used to be needed for broadband, didn't yeah. it?
1: Uh, Stop the World on Twitter says, uh, mainly I need the landline more for broadband than anything else. Couple of cordless and an old-fashioned for in case the power goes out. Uh, also a proper old-fashioned, original, baker-like 1930s job. I feel like... In a black and white movie if I use it. So some people have still got some kind of uh, old school ones and this one here from Donna uh, she's tweeted in which kind of sums up if you do have a landline you might have this situation. Uh, Hers is cordless but she adds don't ask me for the number. Do you remember back in the day? I mean, I can still remember the four numbers from when I was a kid. Yeah, six one seven eight. That was like the number of our house in uh, in Trowbridge. But nowadays, you haven't got a clue what the the landline.
0: Another part of the whole mourning of the landline is uh, is is the ability to remember your mates' landline. I couldn't tell you any of my friends'
1: mobile numbers. No, it's mad, isn't it? Is it uh, the whole rite of passage if you were trying to like hello? Start a relationship, is you'd have to get past five minutes of awkward chat with the dad before you get to speak to your girlfriend. So, if, you've, if you're listening to this and you have a landline, uh, let us know what the setup is: cordless, on the wall long wire, Mike says cordless, one downstairs one upstairs, Uh, Johnny says got this old thing gathering dust, he sent a photo of it it looks like an office phone from the early 90s it rings occasionally and when it does we all rush into the room, look at it and then shout who the hell could this be? (laughs) Obviously we don't answer it, we're not psychos Uh,
0: Carla's tweeted a picture of hers Um, it's one of those good old classic uh, blue ones with the, the rotary dial but its situation is where I think most landlines are kept these days she says old school, it's hidden just behind the telly only one person ever called Us on the landline, but you've got big tellies these days, you can hide the landline behind it. Uh, Phil says cordless, but only two possibilities when it rings one, my mum, two, scammer.
1: Do you know the weird thing is, right? And it's a very good point, uh, and this is what we need to be, you know, be mindful of if you're thinking of phasing your landline out, as you've just done, you've got rid of your landline. Uh, Like parents, my mum won't speak to me if I'm out and about on my mobile (laughs) because she thinks I'm crossing the M25 and I'm (laughs) speaking to her. She'll wait for me to get home and then want to speak to me on the main phone. Do you know what I mean? So think about that before you phase out your landline, folks. This is Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. Right, here's the moment you've been waiting for, and this is kind of news to Richie and I as well. Uh, during the board game bonanza last night, when we were having a good time and, you know, speaking to the home time listeners and thought everything was going well, little did we know that our producers, Nick and Adam, were running around with the microphone asking people in the audience what they thought of our character when it comes to board games. I've got to be honest, I'm a little bit angry
0: about it. Um, I haven't I haven't heard this yet, but... I felt that people were coming to play board games last night, you know, hang out, just chill, you know, we can all, nice laid back evening, some nibbles. Good for mental health. Yeah, some canapes and all that kind of stuff. And and, and as it turns out, they were coming to a focus group.
1: And I don't like that. Thing is, we've not heard it, but we've heard that it's not overly positive about the pair of us. It's the point where it's a little bit like uh, when Gary Lineker looks at the sidelines during Italia 90 and does (laughs) tears. (laughs) A little bit. Let's all have a listen together.
3: I also think Richie, despite the fact he will consult the rule book, it's 100% Richie. He will be a sore loser if anyone deviates from the norm.
2: I think Bush, because he's the board game master and I think he'd hate to lose.
3: Can I say equal? Because I think they both like to win. Richie, big time. Because he'll salt like a baby when he loses.
2: Richie, because he had to dress as Eros.
3: Dressed like a little cherub. Little crane cherub. <laughs> Bless him. <laughs> oh, Richie. He dressed up as Cupid. It says all oh, I would concur. Uh Bush.
2: Richie. Why? Because he's cheeky.
3: Bush. Because... I don't know.
2: I can't see Richie ever cheating. He's far too honest, he's a good soul, he's kind, he's generous, so therefore has to be Bush. Bush would cheat.
3: Who's most likely to cheat? Uh, Bush. He's Machiavellian. Can't trust him. He's like a snake.
2: Bush, I think, has the dark side. And I like that. I like that. But I think Bush would be the cheat. Sorry, Bush!
1: Well, I mean, we prejudged it going into it. It's a mixed bag, really. It's a mixed bag. Anyone who's done negative stuff, I've written their names down and I'm going to chase them down this week. <laughs> this is The Daily
2: Takeaway. The Daily Takeaway.
1: There's the podcast. The one thing that wasn't mentioned during the podcast, but just say it now because it's fine, our producer was sick. Uh, and do you know at what time he was sick? No, I don't know what time he did. I, I mean, a, I'm surprised he was, but B, I wasn't aware of the timing. And it's surely at the end of the evening. I'll, I'll tell you the time in just a second. But there's a, the, one of the things for me that frustrates
0: me about it is he's quite happy. You would have heard in the episode of The Takeaway that, you, you, that is coming to a close now, thankfully for you. <laughs> um, you would have heard poor old Ben Burrell hung out to dry yes on this show uh, but our producer dem threw up at 6 30 this morning wow 6 30 this morning and do you know what he had the gall to say he said <laughs> well it's because i had 11 t- uh, it's because i had 11 cocktails isn't it but they had a lot of sugar in those cocktails
1: Oh, it was the sugar that did it. Yes, what makes you throw up, innit? it? Come on, Sanjay. All oh, that sugar. It was a hell of a night at the Board Game Bonanza. Uh, have a look on our socials for some more photos and uh, Adem behaving disgracefully there as well. Also, we just want to say, uh, looking towards this week, big thank you to everyone who's got in touch so far about the film club. Every mm. Thursday night, uh, we open the doors of this show to... If, you, if you're if sitting down with your family or friends or whatever and want a particular movie, but you want a movie of a particular slant, but you, you, you're, you're lacking inspiration... Uh, Get in touch with us, tell us the scenario, Hometime at Uk, and we will ask the learned audience. So it's almost like a crowd-sourced idea for a film and it's an amazing thing.
0: But what a crowd. I mean, you know, let's use film vernacular. You've all seen Ben-Hur. I mean, think of the cast in that. It's huge, right? Yes. Imagine asking all of them, you know,
1: specifically. There's 60 million people that listen to this show. So maybe your dad wants to get into sci-fi, your mum wants to her, watch her first-ever cowboy movie, anything like that, Hometime at Uk. Are you
0: saying that the, the, the mum and the dad are watching the same? Time and they want to watch a sci-fi cowboy
1: movie. No, but that would be an amazing thing. That could be one one episode this week. <laughs> Who knows?
2: <laughs>